Dave, I, I, I ask you this. Are we rolling? We're going to roll, we're going to roll like naturally into it. Um, so are you keeping, do you keep up with Striper or it was just, uh, it's just a childhood situation? A little of both. Okay. A little of both. I could tell you where it started. Please. Well, it started with being raised in a, a extraordinarily religious family where heavy metal was the devil's music. Now, Dave, did you grow up here? I did. Okay. Bay Area. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So anyhow, this felt like a good loophole. I could listen to, sure. quote, metal if it was about Jesus. Yes. Um, for a lot of kids. Same for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, so You found it. I found it. I don't remember. I guess it was probably MTV. Okay. You know, one of one of their ballads, their power ballads. So we also didn't have a lot of money. So we'd go to the flea market for our music. Yeah. And we went to, I believe, San Jose Flea Market. I found a bootleg of To Hell With The Devil, which oh. was their current release. And CD it, or LP? Cassette. Cassette, of CDs course. did not yet exist as okay. far as I know. This is probably 86, 87. Oh, yes, of course. Um, and it was the original artwork, the band oh. artwork, with where they look like Manowar, where yeah. they're all ripped and they're like <laughs> physically, they're angels. Yeah. And they've got like flying V guitars in one hand and the devil's leg in the other, and they're pulling him down to hell. And it's incredible. And not realizing that it was a bootleg, they didn't rewind it to side A. So because my family needed to hear what I was going to be listening to on the drive home, we put in the tape. It started on side B and it was this very sweet ballad. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> was it honestly? I don't think it was honestly. I think okay. it was even softer than that one. Like that one kind of <laughs> rocks in the middle. It does. Um, but there is something on, on whatever uh, middle of the album side B would have been. And I was instantly disappointed. I was like, oh, this isn't metal at all. But then it started rocking a little better later. And then there was like the Battle Hymn of the Republic later on. And they were like, okay, this is cool. Yeah. You can listen to this band. Hell yeah. This isn't shit. <laughs> <laughs> rocking for the Lord. And then I went back as many kids do. Yeah. And then eventually the, um, I guess it was Soldiers Under Command was their second album, which I really enjoyed quite a bit. They were uh, on like a yellow and black striped van van with yeah. like machine guns yep. <laughs> a precursor yep. to the uh the AK Christians of today yeah and uh and then yellow and black attack not as good yeah um but you could see the 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 sprinkles of magic to come were do you ever see them live no no that was the thing i was a little too young and they toured with fucking loudness really they, loudness opened for them they played oakland arena and i remember i was like ah if only I wasn't 10, <laughs> I'd be at this fucking show. And uh, yeah, I see Clark was pulled up. I mean, not Clark, Russell, excuse me, pulled up the, uh, the OG yeah, artwork. It's I've never seen badass. it before. Dude, it's amazing. Yeah. But then like, you know, Target and Sam Goody, I guess, wouldn't have something so graphic and scary. Look at that. Yeah. Look I, at uh, that. I, man. Yeah. You, you were involved in this story. I, we were at Rasputin. And I already had this record, and then I wanted to get that one, and I didn't because I already have it. Yeah. You're like, dude, yeah, get this. Yeah, it's a better cover, dude. It's even better than I remember. You I can frame seen... it too. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh my god, so good. Manowar was the perfect way to describe it too. 
And so is this dude <laughs> in the leather vest with jeans? Is that the devil? Of course. <laughs> no. uh, That's how the devil dresses. <laughs> I want more out of my devil. Look at that. Yeah. That guy's lame as fuck. Well, of course he is. Come on. Actually, he's really not. He's kind of cool. He's, yeah. Well, yeah. He looks like Venom. <laughs> In jeans. I think they're just bullying a square. <laughs> He's like, he looks like a dude who stole some of their merch. Yeah, look at these fucking jocks <laughs> with their big roided out bodies. True. They look like a fraternity from a good movie. Yeah. Let's make that movie. D I'm down. Okay. Striper, hey. we need some soundtrack music. Are you listening, Striper? You know, here's the thing. Who Where are you, Michael Sweet? Michael and Robert Sweet. So when you when you come into this room, you know how you walk by those Frazetta, like fake paintings out there? Mm -hmm. The thing about Frazetta and his oil paintings were uh, he, he always captured a moment that would allow, you know, they say a picture's worth a thousand words. Like he he was really good at finding the peak of action. Yeah. Where like, you know, you can see what's playing out. What the fuck is happening here? Well, all right. Let's describe to our <laughs> listeners. There is a... A giant uh, flame in the middle uh, betwixt two boulders of sort. That That's hell <laughs> to the layperson. The opening the opening of hell. Correct. And we have two very, very buff angels around the perimeter of hell, and then two angels above those angels floating with their wings. Um, between all four of our very roided angels who look like linebackers from the 1992 program, the film pro the there program. <laughs> there it is. Starting defense. That's what they look like. Also kind of uh, like diapered um, yeah. American gladiators. Oh, yeah. Uh, they all have, they all, all, three of the four, because we get three of, three of them, we see the profile. Uh, they've got chopped sideburns, which is pretty <laughs> sick yeah. with flowing, flowing long hair. Uh, I, you know, most of the hair colors are covered here. You know, we've got black, sort of a uh, dark brown, light brown, and blonde. Oh, very diverse. Uh, no yeah. gingers <laughs> or African-Americans present. I still remember their names. Okay, so up top right, that would probably be uh, Robert Sweet, the drummer, who mm -hmm. I was for Halloween, probably 1999 -ish. Wait, so top right, that he's the one commanding the power of light out of his right hand? Oh, that is true. Yeah, he is. He is. Because he's the drummer. And <laughs> also, like, on their... Um, on the credits, uh, on, on the liner notes of their records, he would be the visual timekeeper as well. Why what does I that remember mean? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then to his to his left, or actually to his right, our left, as the viewer, would probably be Timothy Gaines, who did not actually play on the early Striper. Brother of Chris Gaines. Is he? <laughs> That's, that would be... Wow. Chris Gaines. Who's did, back, by the way. They, oh, I hope five, so. Five albums. Garth announced that he's doing five albums as Chris Gaines. Same hair? Are you lying? No. Okay. That's a real thing. Cool. Yeah. Is it because of the Bud Light controversy? He felt <laughs> he needed to come back. Dude, I don't know. I think it could be because of his beef with Tom Segura. Damn. That, that could be. Okay, well, well let's not, let's not let, let the, the listeners down. So below Timothy Gaines is probably Michael Sweet because it's a lighter color hair than the jet black of the uber metal Oz Fox. Down um, here. Down in the bottom right. And this is Michael Sweet. I would imagine so. Okay. Yeah. And he's holding the flying V, and I think that that was his, his axe of choice. Now, from the image, it looks like the devil was carrying that guitar, and they're stripping him of it. 
Like you don't deserve mm, this guitar because maybe. the devil has the neck of the guitar. Yeah, like it's been ripped. <laughs> oh, maybe that's it because they're stealing metal from evil. Oh, oh and making it their own, bitch. Well, also the dude in the bottom right lassoed him with a chain. Oh, there's chains. Yeah, yeah. And then Oz the, Fox has chains. The top there's left. There's a pentagram. Yeah, and it appears to be jewelry that the top left angel is wearing <laughs> as it's hooked to him. What the but, fuck is going Also, this might be a volcano. Yeah. Also, I think there's extra wings. I think it's just the, the double-layered look where there's like the top and the, like it kind of looks like four wings, like yeah, well, a butterfly. I, you know me. I always hope for extra wings. There are <laughs> Wing stop. Yes. Both there are this week. so many interpretations of this, this vast, beautiful piece of artwork. I think. Oh, wings now. Ray, uh, Randy, are you seeing this? <laughs> I, I've looked at it, not as in-depth as you guys have, but <laughs> I took a look. Randy's not a fan of art. He watched Wes Anderson movies twice. Like, he doesn't know what it's the true. fuck he's doing. Um, yeah, I don't, you know, the only <laughs> thing I get out of this is that Striper is the villain here. <laughs> Clearly. It's not even a fair fight. No, they are bullied. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. They're, he's outnumbered. Yeah. He's outmuscled by a lot by a lot. And it's clearly not natural muscle. Like this is this is Oh, they're roiding. Yeah. Can I just say as as businessmen respect for Striper. Absolutely. They've Absolutely. turned they've turned uh Christian rock into a cottage industry. Okay. <laughs> and it works. And also it's like, you know, you know Oh, 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 I took a screenshot because I was I was uh, going back through some of their newer stuff today and um, I came across the the album notes that were sort of listed within iTunes. Um, and this was for their, I think, 2009 record Murder by Pride. And I want to read this first sentence. <laughs> heavy. Yeah. The yellow and black bumblebee striped spandex may be gone, but Striper's love for the Lord, the ladies, and heavenly <laughs> harmonies stand taller than teased hair. Come but on. But that, that's partially dishonest because I've seen recent pictures. They're still rocking the yellow and black stripes. That may have been yeah. actually from their album that turned a lot of fans away where they did get rid of the costumes and were not rocking for Jesus anymore. It was called Against the Law. That's about where I dropped off as well. What? Yeah, because yeah, you got to commit to the bit. That's mm -hmm. that's the charm. Oh, was, that, that was, was in like, their defund the police era? <laughs> yeah. It was like the mid-90s, yeah, and they're like, oh, we got to change it up. Glam is out. Let's be Van Halen. They, they became buddies with Ice Cube, and they were oh like, yeah, yeah, let's go. This is where Striper joined Antifa. <laughs> Wait, oh. so what is the yellow and black stripe about anyway? Is that a religious thing? Well, the striper name with a, I think the Y was a creative choice, but they're the the, <laughs> the Bible verse that they list under their name ICF. has it, something about stripes, and I think it was because Jesus was getting whipped and it left stripes on him. So yeah, they were. And, oh. and yellow and black is just cool. Yellow and black is amazing. It's also the the colors of my alma mater, the University now, of Southern Mississippi. Go Eagles <laughs> to the top because well, of striper. Thank you so much. Yeah. Also, I think Metallica probably owes them a little money. Have you seen their latest album? Oh, oh. No. yes. Yeah. A lot of Why? yellow, a lot of black. A lot of stripes. Oh, a lot, lot of stripes. stripes. There's a crib. Well, okay. Last yeah. striper question. Um, the triangle. That seems like it would be a satanic thing, but is that supposed to be like the Holy Trinity or something? Brothers, there's a lot of weight behind triangles. All right, a lot <laughs> yeah, of, the Illuminati. A lot of mystic powers. The all eye. 
For oh, sure. that that could be the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's, as yeah, well. the Trinity. You know, it's funny. Um, mm, so many interpretations. I remember one of my favorite memories of the Conjuring is this weird little thing they slipped in where they, you know, there would be like phantom knocking. Yeah. And uh, when N. Lorraine Warren showed up, they're like, "It's the devil." You know, it's a demon or whatever. And they're like, we know because they're doing it three times to mock the Holy Trinity. And I was like, wow, nobody ever took it that far. Now, my Holy Trinity includes onions, bell pepper, and celery. (laughs) (laughs) Mirepoix. That's the Holy Trinity. We'll see you next week. Okay. Thanks for listening. Uh, Yeah, dude. I don't know. Striper's still cool. Some of their shit, the production was weird in their later stuff. It was hard to get into. I don't know what's happening. I did buy. Um, they they were like modulating the vocals. They yeah. I think he could hit the notes quite as. I mean, he used to. He used to I s- bet he could still get it. He could probably get pretty close. But in his prime. Yeah, I mean, they're a very talented bunch. I'm they not, really I'm not really knocking are. that. The the comedy aside, they are very skilled musicians. But I did buy um, like a comeback album. I don't remember what it was called. Controversial because they were like covered in like honey or something on the cover. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they had like a whole apology, like, we are, you know, uh, we don't mean to be whatever. Like, they didn't want to be offensive to their fans, but we've always been controversial and blah, blah, blah. But it came with a autographed Striper Bible. I don't know oh. who signed it. It wasn't God. I, <laughs> God. But somebody signed it, and I do have it at home. And it's one of my Was it things. New American Standard? King James? It was a very small New Testament. Um, oh, uh, man. Full disclosure, I have not read it. Now. Dude, I'd kill for a striper Bible. So were people offended by the Bible or the honey? I think it was. <laughs> I think because they looked like, oh, it was called Rebirth or, or something of that nature. Oh. And then they were like covered in yolk. Like they were just coming out of the egg. <laughs> and then um, I. Our you know, symbiotic fluid. I think before the fans could revolt about, hey, this is gross. They're like. Hey guys, is that what it is? Yeah, I think, yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's it. Let me show Clark. Now having <gasps> having stripers merch, on tour, look at having mm. merch be a Bible. Whoa. Oh, they used to throw. I think they still throw Bibles into the crowd. Um, that was their that was their gimmick. <laughs> dude, like, that's some bands throw picks. Dude, they're playing Biloxi, <laughs> Mississippi. Let's go in like <laughs> a month. Damn, I want to go. Yeah. So, yeah, I do remember there was a big sticker like, um, don't hate us, guys. We're still we're still us. But we use shocking imagery to get the attention of the squares. See, because they're they're doing their thing. They're doing their thing. They know how to market. They're still, you know, look at the agony in their faces. Reborn, everyone. I don't recommend the album, but it's got an oh, interesting man. cover. There's the Bible for you. Oh, the one I have is is uh, over to the left there. Yeah. That like exactly that one. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. They just stuck a sticker on a Bible. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then like somebody wrote in Sharpie and I, it's like completely illegible. So I don't know, but it doesn't look like Jesus. That is tight. But uh, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I only came to know Striper later on in life. Uh <laughs> In the unique way that, like, metal bands, like, no matter how weird, gimmicky, or, like, dumb you are, if the music is good and, like, you can bang your head to it, it's undeniable. And, I mean, To Hell with the Devil is a good song. It's It's a a great song. It's so fucking good. Like, 
that you could work out to that shit. It pumps you up. So I really don't know any of their music other than that. I, I would also recommend Jesus Makes Me Want to Sing. So oh. it's, a, it's a banger. I'm in. Um, I don't know. That first out, or I guess it's the second album, is pretty good. To Hell with the Devil and Soldiers Under Command. Soldiers Under Command is good. Are probably the two I would listen to and not just laugh. Like they're pretty good. Yeah, honestly, my my history with like religious music is from kind of hanging out with people like Randy, or I'm sure Randy can attest to uh, being on tour with people who were making kind of like undercover religious music. Oh, this burns red. Like when when <laughs> when Justin was on the show all the time, you remember that he would talk about how like. Oh, as they lay dying a secret Christian band or yeah. something like everybody was a secret, like a lot of metalcore. Yeah. So, yeah. but I mean, well, see, I knew, but yeah, because like, uh, and you know, we've talked about this on the show, and I've talked to Randy about it, but like, um, I, because when I went when I went to go shop for music, many times it was in Christian bookstores. So then you try to find stuff, and I would find like it was a it was a a record of the best of tooth and nail records. And so it was all these sort of underground Christian, uh, hardcore bands, yeah. metal bands, <laughs> ska bands. Yeah. They all yeah. lumped together. Cause that's who was on the, um, I dude, I listened to that thing nonstop tooth and nail, tooth and nail records. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, another weird. one that I think I've, I've talked to you about before. It was called California metal. And it was a, it was a compilation of Ooh. like, Lesser known, I found it also at the Christian bookstore, which I still really wish existed. Um, it was called God's Lighthouse in San Carlos, California. Hell yeah! Um, long gone, but it was it was amazing. They had a whole metal section, and I found this thing with this like surfer guy. Uh, <laughs> that's a that's an album cover to look at. California metal, somewhere in the mid eighties, and uh, this guy with like teased blonde hair with like a probably a flying V. And a big wave coming behind him. And uh, the second song on it, I remember I was listening to it, and that's where my mom drew the line. She threw it out. She's like, no, this is not Christian. Because it, yes, yeah, that that's thing. it. That's it. <laughs> it looks like... Amazing? The opening of a video game. <laughs> like the opening <laughs> credits. Of a 1982 yeah, for sure. Atari video game. Yeah, 100%. It's, it's, it's really amazing. But... Um, <laughs> I forget the song. It just, it had like a death metal kind of vibe. This not death metal, but it was more like, I don't know. It was heavier than Striper. It was neon cross. I, I, I think I've heard of those guys. Oh, it's volume two. Yeah. Neon cross was the name of a band. Yeah. Was that, was that the one that, that maybe uh, did it in for me? Anyway, that, that one, I, I totally remember. Look at that. That is the most beautiful artwork. That's sick. Oh, anyway. Yeah. What's up with you Christian dudes always getting together and talking about like the the trench days of the like the good old days, dude? Like living with rules. There are <laughs> there are so few of us admit that admit to being uh, brought up in that world. And you can, know, can see the good. Randy's got a secret tattoo he won't show us. Show me. That is true. Randy, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> about. <laughs> it's a triangle. He got it cuz he was really into striper. Yeah, yeah. I understand that. That's nothing to be ashamed of. Although, Randy, you don't have the horror stories that they do. Like, I feel like your parents didn't push it on you. You, like, figured it out on your own. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, we grew up Catholic, essentially, but there was, like, years where we didn't really go to church, and then there was years that we went, like, every Sunday, but it wasn't really, like, super 
you know, consistent. Yeah. And then, yeah, I just fell off eventually. I was like, yeah. Yeah, that's probably why you're a nice guy, though. We're you don't, you don't have the drama of these two. Yeah, well, yeah, Protestants, <laughs> baby. <laughs> what me, my mom, just everything I ever did as a kid that was bad, she blamed it on me not going to church. She's like, I, I did bad as a parent. I should have made you go. Yeah. Yeah. She's right. So well, I just had that guilt. I was like, okay, fine. Everybody's got to have an escape <clears throat> route somewhere. Yeah. And that's yeah. a, that's, you know, that's an easy one to do. It's probably good to believe in something. Yes. <laughs> right. Correct. Like something. Yes. Correct. <laughs> like doing Confirm. this. Yeah. I, I'm learning this. God. The more and more, the, the more days I wake up, <laughs> I'm learning this. We're going back, yeah, but then, dude. I don't know. Would you two be doing any kind of art if you didn't carry this burden across um, on your shoulder? Well, the um, I'd say the entire second <laughs> season of the Glory Hole um, is definitely fueled by this uh, this uh, what whatever you would like to call it. I don't know Psycho- your origin story, psychological damage uh, <laughs> that that did begin in those years. I feel like a lot of your art is tied <clears throat> into like religion, though. Yeah. I'd say so. Yeah. So I don't know. For and against. We probably don't get a Dave yeah. O'Shea without it. No. What would you be? You'd probably be boring. I'd, yeah. Or I'd, maybe I would have been an actual serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's possible the little little uh, sprinkles of it that stuck are like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't kill this guy today. Oh yeah. You were, you're one of the kindest people I've ever known. I just can't believe. Was there a moment where you're in a parking lot and a dude took your spot and you're like, I could kill him. A moment? Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I will tell you, um, I've come a long way. And even in the recent couple of years, I've come a very long way since, since my kid was born. Yeah. I'd say I'm a very different person, but yeah, before that, um, it was not looking good. <laughs> Well, also, you know, from uh, to steal from the Cohen brothers, age tends to flatten a man who stole from Cormac McCarthy. That goes. I was going to say it sounds like a, one of his quotes. A lot of things flatten a man. Yeah, taking away a man's YouTube page. There it is. Well, how's that for a transition? I, you know, <laughs> we, were, we, we were we were we were going to work our way up. No, to no, it. take your time. Let's let's not make this about that yet. But no, uh, you know, it's a, this is a, this is a big thing that has happened and has sort of changed uh, the course of where we are and what we're going to talk about today. Very much so. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. So you're, uh, you're, you're working on getting season <clears throat> two, three, two, season it, two. It, it took the time of three seasons to <laughs> complete uh, yes. of you know, your show, The Glory Hole. Correct. To get out there, uh, but this week, uh, the little demons over there uh, making the decisions have made a decision that uh, you're going to tell us about. Well, let me first preface this by saying, if YouTube does the right thing and corrects their mistake, all is forgiven, and they are not the fascist bastards that are, are <laughs> trying to silence independent, uh, submersive, submersive. Subversive, subversive and submersive because yeah. there's a lot of liquids on that show. <laughs> uh, then you know, I will let it completely slide. However, uh, there's been a lot of this going on lately that I've been yeah. hearing about, including Troma just weeks ago had the same thing where their entire page was deleted for the second time in three years without warning. That's the thing that pisses me off. I was not given any warnings, yeah, and it all of a sudden. 
I've been these, you know, there's been videos I've been putting up for almost 15 years, none of which have been much different than the new stuff I've been putting up. Yeah. Um, so there's a, speaking of religion, there's a part in the back of my mind that says, mm, is it possibly because I've been posting things that are the white Jesus character, for example, who's this effeminate Jesus who is disgusted with humanity ranting about that? Could that, cause I did get some, some really amazing hate mail <laughs> from that, which it, it had been in a while. So that felt good. Yeah. I was about to say. So I'd imagine those people were also complaining to YouTube and I'm wondering if that's what put me on their radar. Yeah. So, you know, what I think initially is uh, your page isn't like huge. And I think it probably just got picked up by some like aggregate software and you know, there are enough keywords or something that it just targeted your thing immediately. Yeah. I think they get it rid of a lot of channels like that and they get nothing back. So they're just like, whatever. But like you said with trauma, where they have a bunch of people complaining, then they reverse it. Because mm -hmm. we got flagged for bullying. Yeah, I heard. On a I heard. And it was like, what the fuck? We got a strike. And for guess it. what? We will again. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like bullying. <laughs> you who? too. Keep like, that in. Exactly. But I think when we put it up, it was back in the day of COVID where that was like a hot button. Like you say that and you would get flagged on everything like Spotify. But you got, you got flagged recently. No, no, this was a while ago. Oh, okay. We kind of shied mm -hmm. off of putting up YouTube things like for the podcast. We've mostly just been doing Terrell. So, which yeah. he doesn't get flagged, but yeah, I, YouTube is weird. Um, it's also weird when you don't have like a lawyer bankrolled and you can't yeah. like sit there and fight them. Yeah. I mean, I did. I'm, I've started the process to, go through the bureaucracy, you know, yeah. I, I put in my appeal. I worded it very politely yeah. and I'm not, I, you know, I do want to get back on there. It's not like I'm saying, fuck them. No, it's for just, sure. it's just, you know, the only thing that, that was a precursor to this was that some of my videos, I posted a lot of best of season one stuff recently. They're like yeah. two to three minute clips. And uh, I posted like 30 of them and about four or five got flagged as age restricted. Okay. Which you get the notification that that happened. I'm like, okay, fair. Don't, yeah, whatever. You know, it's fine. You could still, anyone over 18 logged in can watch it. I'm yeah. Totally not a problem. I didn't, I never fought one of those. In those notifications, it says, we did not add a strike to your account. Mm -hmm. Like basically your account's in good standing. No worries. But now people just have to log in, prove they're 18. So. Which would be fucked if you were monetized. Because it really yeah, does, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, but it it's does affect. Fine. It does. It, it severely affects views and whatnot. But it's exactly like on yeah, who cares? a guy of yep. my stature with my tiny little fan base, mm -hmm. not a big deal. So to not get any sort of official warnings or 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 strikes, which they claim you're supposed to get three strikes in a month. Yep. Um, what about stripes? You you can get as many stripes <laughs> as you want as long as you're yellow and black. But my man, yeah, Delta yeah. Burp. It's it's funny, <laughs> you know. Um, the last episode we recorded, we covered a uh, faith-based film called Nefarious. And um, spoiler, we didn't like it. What? And, you know, not for the reasons you would think. Uh, not because they're terribly written? But we ended actually wasn't... <sighs> it was just kind of hammy. Yeah, it's just... It, it was, was poorly uh, directed, too. Oh, man. For and the, the cinematography was uh, dizzying. It was very, it was confusing. Yeah. It was confusing how they did. Also, guess who showed up in the third act? Oh. Glenn Beck, who <laughs> looks like he ate old Glenn Beck. 
He is enormous now. He's Bless also doing like and he's dressed like a Harry Potter wizard, and he's doing like a parody of himself. Uh, it's wild. It's straight like like he's whatever. That does um, sound kind of worth watching. Actually. So we ended up kind of like roasting it, and after we recorded, Clark was like, "Please do not tag this account or any of that community in any social media." He's like, "I just don't want the wrath of that." Yeah. Well, it's just you know, community. Like, I just yeah, I didn't want to poke around or anything. It's like I can totally imagine a small channel getting attacked by like a uh, believer, though. Yeah, just being yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, we're taking this down immediately," and like bombing it. Yeah. So, honestly, I, I thought you would have gotten a warning, though. Anything. I thought so too. So did you just like log on? It's like, oh, there's nothing here. Oh, what made it even better? So there was the Indiegogo campaign years ago when, yeah. I, when I was getting funding for the DVDs and for uh, the new season and whatnot. So I, I do uh, post updates to that because people are still waiting for the new season. And I had just completed the, the full playlist of best of season one clips, 35, 36 <laughs> videos, right? Yeah. I sent it out to... You know, it just sends a blast email to everyone that contributed, right? Which you may or may not have seen. And, yeah. And then literally the next morning, I asked my girlfriend if she got it because she, you know, she was in there. So she looked it up. I said, oh, yeah, see if the link works and said, this playlist doesn't exist. I'm like, <laughs> hmm, that's interesting. And then uh, I had the link on the thing twice. I'm like, click on the other one. Maybe I fucked up. Hmm, this playlist doesn't exist. I open up my phone, check YouTube. Something went wrong. Okay, so uh, I look up the username. This account does not exist. And then I check my emails. It's on a very old email um, that that sends me the the YouTube alerts, and yep. I and I get the uh, your page was removed. And the last straw, apparently, the last video that I had uploaded was for you guys to watch was the premiere episode for season two. And so, if anyone's concerned that I've gone soft. um apparently that got me banned from youtube uh that video in particular even though it was unlisted which is also my argument that's the thing that gets me i've never posted anything with actual nudity to the public youtube it's always been unlisted or private all right and um do you want to know the cheat code please there's a thing and Clark, do not jump on this immediately. What are you, Mr. Beast right on, now? On YouTube. <laughs> Mr. Beast, I'm I'm a fan. Uh who's not? Uh I watched a I watched a breakdown of one of his videos yesterday and it made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. It was and you know You're it's lame as he, fuck. He, you know, it's funny because they were talking about okay, I know I'm on a tangent. I'll get back do it, to do this. It, do it. But he talks about like utility editing, and a lot of people blame him for the whole new wave of like TikTok kind of like short attention span culture. Deservedly so. But his whole thing is retention because when you do YouTube, they say that's the thing you got to pay attention to. Like are people paying attention? Retention all the time. And that's his whole game. Well, somebody got to him and they're like, maybe you should do a little bit more emotional editing. And he was like, we'll try it. But he was like nervous and they did a rough cut. I believe this is a video of like kids versus adults who can win $400,000. I saw that video. Yeah. And the rough cut made him cry. He said he was crying. He had tears like when they were recording. The rough cut made him like weep though. So he was just yeah. like, fuck it. Did you watch that? You really? don't have a soul if you didn't cry. What? The kids versus adults? Not, not. There's, there's a few of those. This yeah. one had a dad who's, it was his daughter's birthday, but he was like there. 
It, it's brutal. Maybe. It's very sentimental. It's much better than all these faith-based films we've been watching. Easy. A lot better. But the thing is, you why are we talking you. about fucking Mr. Beast? Damn it. You oh, no. You were talking about- The uh, cheat code. The cheat code, yeah. yes. The thing is that mm-hmm. on YouTube, there are a bunch of straight-up porn videos that fly by because they're under the educational header. If you put educational in there, you can make an argument. So a dude went like super viral, like millions of views. And you would, you'd be into it. You know what he was doing? You tell. I believe he was waxing his butthole. Yeah. I just, somebody actually mentioned that to me. <laughs> of course I did. No, no, no. When, when my page got deleted, they said, you know what? I watched a guy wax his anus yesterday. <laughs> Literally, a good friend of mine sent me that message on, on then she, she tagged uh, YouTube in the comments. Yeah. Like, how is this okay? I guess it's because it's educating because people how to it, wax your anus. I'm, he put it under mm-hmm. educational and the video wow. is instructing you on how to apply the stuff to your... I mean, he shows it. Yeah. So, Dave, that begs the question. What are you educating <laughs> us with the glory hole? I thought I was. I didn't realize I had to spell it out. <laughs> it's 2023, babe. Jesus. Everything's spelled out. You're absolutely right. I mean, it, that that was my, my mistake. Also, I, I just learned after this whole thing that I could manually myself age restrict things. Cause when, yep. when you, when you upload the videos, it says, is this made for children? Yes. No, no. I figured I'm in the clear. I guess there was that extra step I wasn't aware of where I could actually say, no, this should be for eight. Cause of course most of them should be for 18 plus. They also, you know, whatever their, their censorship bots did uh, age restrict a couple that had absolutely no business being age restricted, which I thought was, Really bizarre, where there was like nothing. I don't even think there was a curse word in them. But yeah, I don't. I again, I think it's just like an AI. Yeah, yeah, that's pulling it out. Yeah, but I would, I would think a human must have got involved before they would actually delete a page. I would hope. Yeah. Um. So I, anyway, doubtful. I don't think they do. I, you know, honestly, YouTube is pretty hands on though. I think when you start to get like up in the hundred thousand area they actually have people contact you and work with you on your channel yeah yeah so i mean i mean we do we do have short memories right i mean like robin thick had naked women to go with billion views uh that's okay yeah right? Nicki minaj can talk about her wet ass pussy and uh, <laughs> you know write a dildo for the whole video and that's okay See, because like- she has millions of you know, she brings them lots of dollars. She's also her. a good Christian. She is a good Christian. <laughs> and and that's, the, that's the thing. I think that what Russell kind of prefaced his whole, you know, thesis on is like exactly the point. It's either we have to, they built some sort of, you know, prohibitive AI firewall, you know, to pick out all this shit. And then you, one of two things is going to happen. It's either you get, you make money for us or squeaky wheel gets the grease. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you're just going to have to Gotta sing for your wheel. supper. That's yeah. it. Yep. Now, you know, the thing about Troma, I can't imagine they have a huge channel on there. Right? They had, uh, I forget. It wasn't it wasn't a massive amount, but they have very loud, very rabid fans that I yeah, think I'm go sure. to bat for them. Um, well, uh does Lloyd do a weather report every day like David oh, you know Lynch? What? Damn. I, I also, um, I was after this happened because because Lloyd was was having videos going up through other people's pages, I guess, uh, ranting about, you know, how YouTube, Google was was completely squashing 
the indie world, you know, bit yeah. by bit. And, um, you know, he made a lot of valid points. I tried to look up those videos after his page was restored. It seemed like all those videos uh, magically vanished. I don't surprise, know if that surprise. was, uh, yeah, yeah. Weird. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to hear him talk about that. Oh, it's very, I, very, yeah. I mean, he's such a smart guy anyway. And like, yeah. you know, he does, he has the clout where he could say all the things that maybe I'm thinking right now. I get it. You know, it's funny when the James Gunn shit, remember when they canceled James Gunn or they tried? Yeah, yeah. It's funny <laughs> how they left out the other half of that conversation was with Lloyd Kaufman. Yeah. Because he could have benefited from that. Like, you remember this is Guardians two, I think, or three. When when was what was it about? I I, I remember he him. tweeted something like years ago. It was yeah, back when people yeah. were digging through the Twitter. Yeah, yeah. And it was a conversation with Lloyd Kaufman, but in every story they just left him out. And I'm like, dude, throwing his name around like that would have helped them. Yeah. But I yeah, it was kind of a bummer. Yeah. It also, it didn't last. Also, I don't understand why James Gunn looks like Jim Jarmusch now. He did get I don't a know. very shocking uh, lack of hair dye. Yeah, it's uh, it was a lot. <laughs> it's a lot to take in at once, like like ease into it. I was like, who is this guy pretending to be James Gunn? So that Kaufman video, was that YouTube content he made or is that on like Twitter or something? Uh, I probably only saw it on Instagram. Okay, but, um, on Instagram, that's that's even better for me. I'm I'm just yeah. curious because I've always liked YouTube as a platform for indie people, yeah, and I would yeah, love yeah. to hear his kind of like why it's bad. I mean, he God, he would be a good one because he does give a lot of work to amateur oh, like filmmakers. Oh, yeah. yeah, I recommend. And you know, I'll be honest. Oftentimes, I make fun of trauma. Because I think they're it, they're kind of like punk now, where it's like we're punk, tear down the system. It's like is anybody saying that? Like your shirts are at H and M. Like anarchy yeah. is something Avril Lavigne would wear, and it's, <laughs> I feel like trauma is kind of that too, where it's like oh we just make raunchy art. And it's like dude, putting a dick in your movie doesn't really do well, anything. Yeah, there's 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 a lot of um, you know, like the Toxic Avenger, the original Toxic Avenger is yeah. one of my all time favorite movies. It scarred me horribly as a kid. And like really, I think, um, speaks a lot to what I create nowadays. Just yeah. that. But you give me a hundred trauma movies, I'm going to, I'm going to actually enjoy two. Yeah. Yeah. Cause most of them are, you know, again, he does give a lot of work and he does give a lot of exposure, um, which is amazing. But I, I you know, the, the quality control may be, I think a little bit lacking, but that is also punk rock. Yeah, like, kind of. Oh, oh. And it's, <laughs> and it's, it's, Honestly, it's part of his business model. It is. Well, it is. Th I, the problem is that as like a horror fan, it would become a thing where I'd buy a movie, be excited about it based on like the physical media, get home. And the minute that the fucking trauma bumper played, I'd be like, fuck. <laughs> like, seriously, like, damn it. This is going to blow. Like, there might be like nudity and there's probably going to be a bunch of like, it's very self-aware. Yeah, yeah. But anyway. Okay. Well, all right. Well, let's. All right. Let's have this discussion. Would you say. <laughs> Are you more likely to have that feeling with trauma or, or full, full moon? moon? Same thing. Same thing. Yeah, pretty much. Interesting. I think full moon. Yeah. So, so the sins of trauma would be a uh, raunchy comedy mixed with like low budget horror, which the comedy used to just kill me, but also how self-aware they're usually lacking in the special effects department. Like back in the day, like, Toxic Avenger definitely was not lacking, yeah, yeah. but it felt like that quality kind of diminished over sure. time. Even even immediately into the sequels, yeah, it was a different different thing. It was like that felt very sincere, yeah, and it was like you know the whole uh, 
environmental angle and all that. And then, but I still, you know, anytime Lloyd directs a movie, I'm checking it out. You know, like even Poultrygeist. Yeah. Oh, which, that was good was too. Like, yep. you know, it's, it's, it's got all the things that people would not like about the basic trauma. Yeah. But the moments, I mean, Jared from Subway <laughs> in the bathroom. It's it's one of the the all-time highlights of my life watching anything. I was like, this is the funniest, Dude. most disgusting thing. Also, the gore and like that felt like different. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. unique. The thing it is was inspired. I think there's a there's a lack of inspiration in a lot of oh, yeah. releases where it's 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 the aesthetic over having an actual story to tell. I I think the culture hurts itself because you know you're making like no limit kind of films. And when people come in, I think they just look at the films that came before and they're like, well, it's gotta be gross and I gotta get naked and we're going to be laughing. And it's like, Oh, I'm that's not for me. And most like, I kind of wanted um, good storytelling or like, you know, gore. Yeah. And with, when you go to full moon, you get a different monster. Full moon feels like it's actively trying to rip you off. Like, oh, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, it's like it's like there's the Corman level of ripoff, and then yep, the asylum level. The well, asylum. Well, asylum puts money in their movies. Well, they do now. Yeah, and they make a lot of money too. They, and also, they're they, still they, around. Uh, I mean, with Full Moon, they're trying to rip you off in the way that it's like this movie's gonna be bloody, and there's no blood. All the kills are off screen. The the yeah. slasher's there, but it's like always on camera. It's boring. I'm not familiar enough with recent full moon. I don't, you know, I don't really know if my, um, my breakdown right now is recent either because I, what I was going to say is I watched a movie recently that our buddy made Jay and it's called the nobodies. And I highly recommend that, uh, trauma put it out. And as far as being like an edgy film crew, like kind of like culture, I felt like they actually were being, it opened up. So Jay, he's from Alabama. Yeah. Um, he, he's the, Huntsville. for people listening, he's the director of uh, Third, Third Saturday in October, <laughs> the football slasher film that I loved. And in the beginning of this movie, Lloyd does an intro and you're kind of like, okay, I mean, I've seen him do intros for everything. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, and we have the, the filmmaker here. But Jay's playing a caricature of himself where he's like a hillbilly from Alabama and they've tied Redneck. up. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. hillbilly in Alabama. I don't, <laughs> I'm Get sorry. this shit right. I apologize. Dude. I know half of our listeners are out there, and I did not mean to offend you. Racist. Um, Thank you so much. You're so welcome. they tie up their liberal friend because they find out he's pro-abortion. And they <laughs> there's this great scene where they're all yelling at him, and they're calling him, like, Jeffrey Dahmer and stuff. And it's just this bit on how, like, backwards Alabama is. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, like, like, there's a Confederate flag, and they're just like, yeah, we're open. And I'm like, whoa, I feel like... Film fans now, like horror fans now watching that, may be turned off immediately and not even get into the movie. And I'm like, that's actually like some edgy shit. And it, it was funny. It's, it's subversive. And that's that's something yeah. that I think flies over so many younger people. I don't I don't mean to be ageist, but I mean I'm pissed right now. I mean, look, the getting banned from YouTube, this is the latest <laughs> in a string of shit that that has happened to me with my various art, you know, my my coloring book. Oh a yeah, coloring book was banned from multiple bookstores. <laughs> I first, love that coloring book, by the way. The, thank you so much. <laughs> <Just be honest. laughs> the uh, the the first of which, not because customers complained, their sixteen to eighteen year old employees complained, of course, and said this book is mean. <laughs> And the guy tried to get me to buy them back. I'm like, oh, you can fuck yourself. Yeah. Tried to get um, you to buy them back? Yeah. 
He's like, I'll be, I'll be real nice and I'll let you buy him back for the same price, you know. I'm like, yeah, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, burn him. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, and, and that place, <laughs> I, I would like to give a shout out. So did they just buy the book blind? They didn't even like no, flip looked through at it. it. The, guy, the guy liked it. He was laughing. He was enjoying it. <laughs> His employees, however, who were 20 years younger than him, uh, yeah. I guess couldn't take it. And well, well see, know, that's on him. He, or he's got to have, have some fucking, you know, have walnuts. Some integrity. Yeah, that's right. Well, you don't the want them. There's a trash barrel right behind that's your right. building. I Kick bet rocks. those kids probably got some great TikTok content out of that. Being outraged over the coloring book at their candy store. And dancing about it. Dude, for sure. I, I You know, it, it is, it's pathetic, but I guarantee you that. It, it might have been before TikTok. This was like 2016. Oh, was so it was, it was very, Vine. Very it was Vine. Fuck, they, they lost gave a nine <laughs> mm, Fresh off the Vine. All that good content lost forever. No. Vine was sick, dude. Honestly, you R. should R. be P. paying people to do that. To take your book out there on TikTok and be like, this is evil. This Because, you know. That's what turned people on to like horror movies back in the day. Marketing has never been my thing. Oh, well, here you go. Just I'm, I'm the guy making this stuff. Oh, you know what? And, and for whatever reason, this crossed my mind the other night. Wayne's World oh. <laughs> was discovered by Rob Lowe watching public access. Where's my Rob Lowe? Oh, my God. I got a show on public access. <laughs> Rob, if you're listening. Yeah. Ready. You know, the problem we're is. ready. It's. Public access is hard to get to now. It is. Like before when it was just your flipping channels and you're like, this feels like it shouldn't be on TV. Well, nobody watches cable TV anyway. So it's kind of, it's, it's like five different obstacles trying to get anyone to watch. Yeah, that's true. Like when, number one, it's, it's at a particular time. Nobody does that anymore. Um, the San Francisco station is about to put them all on demand, which is going to be nice. Oh. Um, I don't know how soon that's going to be, but uh, that will happen. But anyhow, yeah, it's tricky. It's very tricky. Yeah, the local and no YouTube for the moment, dude. I mean, do you watch cable? Uh, I watched. Let's see. There's probably like two or three shows I would record and watch, like DVR. Yeah, yeah. Never, never like go home at a certain time and watch something. No, it's weird. Did it did, feels nostalgic in a bad way? I haven't watched commercials in. A, yeah, that's what years, I mean. Which is nice. My parents have. A, the, you know what I mean? The whole menu deal and they're like flipping through. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't like it. It's strange. But what? Like they have like traditional cable. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. It feels nostalgic in a bad way. Yeah, no, I still hear people that say that. And I, why? Like it, it's, it's, it's almost like the internet feels like free. Like you can control what you want, yeah. when you want to watch it, how you watch it. You could have it on your phone and then throw it on a TV. And then that cable thing, you feel like locked in in a what, weird so way. What, through Comcast? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. YouTube, YouTube TV all the way, baby. Yeah, and I mean, God, we used to watch... No. We, <laughs> we used to watch the Glory <laughs> That's Hole. That's fair. Not, not till later. Dude. Maybe. Fubo TV, baby. Also, how did we do that before? I believe you would send us a link. And well, then you we, were, I think you were watching the San Francisco Public Access Channel. On the internet. On the internet, though. yeah. They, they stream it as the well. The internet. So, yeah, it wasn't even watching on TV. It was, you were logging on to their site, which, by the way, Friday nights, 11 p.m., uh, BAVC.org slash SF Commons. Boom. B-A, hold on. B-A-V-C. We'll get the link out. B-A-V-C. I already got it wrong. Bay Area Video Coalition. Okay. Dot org slash SF Commons. That's the website. Easiest. Hashtag. 
Fuck YouTube. Also, um, that website that uh, that is going to be streaming it, I believe if you go on the calendar, you can actually watch whatever the current episode is anytime on demand. So that's very helpful as well. Oh, very nice. You know, that's a problem. I think part of the fun Thank with, you. with local... <laughs> <laughs> I think part of the fun with local access was that it used to be like live. At least that's how it felt. It, it was good and bad because then there was also many, many a week where I'm promoting the shit out of what's coming this Friday and people, you know, the the handful of people I could get to like sit and watch. Uh, yeah, it was just like some guy, um, some Cantonese guy uh, cooking uh, mayonnaise. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think this was your show, right? Dude, and sometimes they think it was. I'm like, yeah, dude, that was weirder than ever. I'm like, what? I think last time you were on here, we talked about how when we would get together on Friday and watch your show, before it would be like three kids doing homework. Yes. In their parents' like living room. That's the beauty of 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 letting everyone put whatever they want on there. Dude, it was it's weird though. Yeah. Like, how did they get on there? You just uh I think. I think you basically just sign up. You pay a little fee for a, you pay an annual fee, and then they say what time slot you want. These are what we got available. Whoa! Yeah, we might have to do that. I think you should. You could do homework. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a. I think that same episode that we we all saw six hundred times because it would always come right before yep. my show. They'd go walk around Target. Yep. The San Francisco Target and go shopping, and they're just like, like they didn't even know their phone was recording. Like it would be like yeah. walking and like wobbling on the side of their body like as shirts and like racks and <laughs> underwear are on the side and Dude, like oh let's get Doritos it was so <laughs> it was so uncinematic <laughs> that it almost felt like there was a payoff at the end coming like they're gonna yeah. get killed or something no, it just it goes to black like, <laughs> coming up next yeah <laughs> and you know as a fan of film footage it was like this could be yeah and we're sitting there drinking. It's not. Now, Dave, is that the kind of lead-in you want for your program? <laughs> I'm open to any kind of... I, it, it would be more helpful if it was, um, you know, like something that someone intended to film and not just like let their camera keep going for 25 minutes and don't do any quality control before you submit it. That'd be helpful. But I don't think you could get a lead-in kind of situation with public access. Okay. Now, it's on the internet. I know we're local, but I mean, so Randy could watch it too, right? Yeah. All right, Randy, you need to get a little community together in your neighborhood. What yeah. if Randy <laughs> was a flyer the whole neighborhood? What if Randy uh, relocated to Bangladesh? We got any sort of uh, outreach out there? I don't. He got a VPN? Oh, Randy. Yeah. Get your virtual PN. Virtual I got one. Dude, then bring it to Bangladesh. By the way, did either of you see the um, the spoiler video I sent? No. Uh, Why? No, bummer. What did it spoil? Because we could talk about it. Well, the one thing I did see, we were uh, over a friend's house drinking uh, way too much. I haven't drank like that in a long time, and I regretted it. Uh, but Terrell pulled up the trailer you made. Yeah. And just kept saying, I'm not in it. I'm not in this trailer. And he was like, <laughs> he's like, you're all over it. He loves you. And I'm like, dude, you're in the show for like a minute. Like, if you use any of that, like, it would be the whole fucking thing. I'm sorry, Terrell. I didn't know. And, and the, whatever trailer he may be talking about was probably before we filmed with him. Oh. Well, I'm in it. Are you? Yeah. Then maybe it wasn't a trailer. It might have been the spoiler thing you're talking oh, about. Oh, it could it would have just been, like, two days old that only went to you guys. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe that I, I could see his gripe. 
but I, I didn't want to make a 30 minute thing. I wanted to give you like a 10 minute little, yeah, yeah. little condensed, but yeah, the, uh, the death metal duo, the Christian death oh metal God. duo, uh, was, was featured heavily as was, um, our conversation with Mel Gibson. Oh, I'm really excited about because yes. the entire first season he flaked three times <laughs> and we finally got him. Okay. So you came over, you're a one man show. You are a crew. And basically, is that how you do the whole show? Do you have any, like, do you have an editor or do you see how much I've aged since you've known me? (laughs) It looks good though. It's, uh, it's come, it's definitely improved quite a bit. Like if I look at what I'm doing now versus five years ago, yeah, there's a, there's a, but it's just you. It's still basically just me. Yeah. Yeah. I do all the editing, all the everything, sound mixing. It's so what's your workflow look like? You shoot on the weekend (sighs) and then after work you go home. And lock yourself in a room and try and edit, or yeah, that's real easy with a kid. I you know, know yeah, that's yeah. what. No, that's why it took two years um, to get this whole season. There's 12, 12 or thirteen episodes, um, but yeah, it, it took forever. So it and it's it's multi tiered because we've got the studio portion, which is like the talk show mm-hmm. part that started in summer of twenty twenty one, and so we would shoot essentially an episode on a Saturday just the studio chunk and then you know go back a month later shoot the second episode go back a month later shoot the third so that took like a year to get get all that and then in the mean in between those i would i would try to set up little shoots like what we did here yeah we did one with clark it's very excited i'm sure yes to get that so out excited. there <laughs> so, <laughs> so excited so, so excited. then the way that you're creating the show is what you you script the main in-studio shit first Film that with like as a parameter and it, then play around. It depends because I'll, I'll kind of leave it vague in the studio. It's like, oh, let's go watch this clip. I don't know what it's about. I got thing. it. And yeah. Then, and then whatever I come up with. Sometimes there's a theme. Sometimes I already have in my head the um, the, uh, you know, the peripheral kind of stuff I want to do. There's, there was plenty of stuff I never shot on the first season that I, for whatever reason, didn't get to. Couldn't convince anyone to do it. Thank you, Clark. Uh, <laughs> Thanks so much. You know, Many, many, many different uh, obstacles were in the way that that first go around. So there were leftover ideas that I was able to go in and, you know, bring up to date and fix. Also, there's so much outdated shit because it's two years. The world was different, very different two years ago. It was like we were just kind of in the midst of are we still masking? You know, so there's a whole kind of subplot of uh, (laughs) Rudiger, the, the mannequin. He was uh, he was at the January 6th insurrection. Like he went off the deep end. And, uh, you know, the- no, was any of that in the, no, cause your clip shows from season one, right? Cause I'm like, that's how you get pulled on YouTube. Mention any of that or play no, around with that. But that no, you know what? Be- that, that first episode, which was the last thing to get flagged the last minutes before the, uh, the page was removed. That was in that episode. Uh, I tried to send you guys. Who knows? There's so many different things it could have been. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was in there. And it's not like they would tell you, right? No, no, no. Yeah, no, they no. don't do that. They, they they keep it vague so they can uh, hold their status. Dude, Rudiger and Jan, that's hella funny. No, it's good. He and would definitely be an FBI agent, though. Yeah, and he's got like a whole shirt <laughs> that that has like you know like woke with a with a circle in the line through it. Oh, dude, uh, I'm banging your microphone. Do y'all right? know? Do you know Rudiger? Did you get to meet him, Rudiger Hauer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace, Rudiger. <laughs> no, Rudiger is the mannequin co-host. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, he has a history of of 
infidelity, murder. He's he's an interesting guy. But but once the pandemic hit, he just got on the Facebook, all the conspiracy <laughs> pages. He was an anti-vaxxer. So they had to like lock him in a different room because he wasn't he wasn't refusing to get vaxxed. So they like wrap him up in plastic and hide him in the control booth. Um, all this stuff completely nonsensical now. But so, at the moment, it felt <laughs> very funny and timely. So, you know, Rudiger decided to use this time to, and just went, you know, fully into uh, eight coon. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Randy, when, did you meet him down there in the eight coon land? <laughs> we may or may not have. <laughs> Show us your tattoo. Watch, watch the glory hole in the Philippines. Oh, yeah. Yep. Are you big in the Philippines? Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, YouTube. <laughs> okay, so now did you pull like real footage from the thing or how crafty are you getting with your edit um, this time It around? was more still photos of, of him breaking down the door. He was holding up the noose for Mike Pence. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of good stuff you didn't see because YouTube decided you shouldn't see it. Um, <laughs> okay, now... What what are you using in like the creative studio? Do you have like Photoshop? Are you doing like Creative Cloud? Or are you like a MacBook guy? Or um, I I still use a very outdated Final Cut Seven for the most part, and then uh, I do a little bit of uh, Premiere and a lot of Photoshop. Oh, man. So Final like, Cut a, Seven. Final Cut that, Seven. That what was, was, that was the, the last, last good one, dude. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's the last one that made any sense. What What movie were we watching? But it's slow as shit. I blame society. I blame society. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Me too. Oh, but um, <laughs> I just lost my thought. It's okay. Continue. <laughs> and we showed a found footage movie at of twenty four hour, and um, we opened with like just a legitimately good film. It was during the time that Promising Young Woman came out. And, you know, it was all about like, I don't know. I fucking hate that movie. So I'm I won't get into aware. it. This film, however, though, actually made a good point about like tokenizing women in like film and shit. And her boyfriend had a shirt that was a like inside joke about Final Cut 7. And Randy got it. I saw that in the preview. I do know what you're talking okay, about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so it good. said like RIP, you know, whatever. FCP7. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 Fucking dork, did, Randy. Why, yeah, I remember that too. I was like, I don't know. I had no interest in the movie, but I saw the trailer. And I was like, oh yeah, that guy gets the movie's it. good. <laughs> it's it's you know. Did you just say you didn't like it? No, promising young oh, woman. Oh, I hate it. Oh, oh, okay. I thought promising young woman made a bunch of like straw man arguments to knock them down, and it's like there's nothing here. Where promising you, uh, uh, I blame society. Actually, kind of tackled something that was uncomfortable, and it felt like a type of movie that you would make, and then potentially be looked at as somebody that people may not want to work with because she's kind of like, imagine some money men come up and then they're going to hire you. And you're like, well, you're only doing this because I'm a girl. Like that seems like a real problem people might have with you as a filmmaker because mm -hmm. she directed and wrote starred in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I blame society is a smart indie comedy and uh, you know, promising young woman is, was built to win awards. Yeah. Uh, Engineered. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. you're right. It, engineered. Yeah, engineered. 100%. Yeah. Engineered. 100%. Are you excited for Oscar this year? I don't want to take it there. It's just. No, but I, I have been um, uh, perusing the uh, the betting futures regarded to Oscar. Mm -hmm. So, you yeah. know, I, I stay on top of that. <laughs> you know, trying to, make, trying to make some money here and there. You're being a good little film boy. All right. So you mentioned in season one, you had problems getting people to work with you. No, I don't no, no, believe it wasn't, that it wasn't, for a second. It, it wasn't so much. It was, it was just some of the ideas were, 
just beyond the over the top they were willing to do. <laughs> For example, Clark. Um, and and by the way, people will have to wait till the very end of the season. I think that's in the last episode, uh, particularly a hey, horror themed one. Do you know why? Because <laughs> Clark closes. Clark Thank you so much. Uh, closes. By the way, have you ever had an actor who could not memorize a minimum amount of lines <laughs> like I did? All the time. But you know what? You you added the spice. Because that, that's all I got. He added, I got no meat and potatoes in the cabinet. I've all got spice. He, it was that's a, all his, we got. His character was was in the script um, called a Southern Belle. So he thought, well, her name should be Delta Burp. Thank you so much. What is that and a reference to? Again, Delta Burke. Yeah. The, and I'm Delta Burp. Yeah. And I didn't even, at first, I just wasn't clicking like, I don't see how this is really going to help anything. <laughs> and then watching it back, take after take, 642 <laughs> takes. <laughs> so many takes. <laughs> it got funnier and funnier to where I'm I'm in the room laughing out loud at my girlfriend because like, what the fuck are you? I'm like, like this just, you don't want to see this, but <laughs> this is funny as shit. And, uh, you know, I, I, I stitched three or four cuts together and it, it worked out really, really effective. So you're in there for a couple hours watching Clark. Well, not to uh, mention <laughs> the many days where I watched it just for entertainment. <laughs> not to mention the shoot took probably 45 minutes. So much water. A lot of water. Uh, on there the was floor. so much yeah, water on the floor. Damaged your, your home. <laughs> so much water. Are you, are you so? Are you keeping it secret? What the whole like thing is? Yeah, it's up to Dave. Okay, it's 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 not a spoiler uh, uh, story arc wise, but it's it's a very funny moment that people will not want to miss. Maybe if you'll have me, I'll come back before the uh, season finale, and we could remind everybody you want to watch this one. <laughs> if, if you're a fan of Clark, if you have. If you've ever been curious oh boy. to see what he looks like at home, do you think Clark will ever watch it? I hope so. I think he, I think he'll I think he'll find it. Um, I have he, a long history of not participating in things that I have participated in. in <laughs> it, it, it could be empowering. It could be it could be many things. I understand if, why he wouldn't want to watch it. I, I have a hard time watching a lot of the stuff I do because I have to sit there and edit it, <laughs> and oftentimes it. it I get disillusioned because oh, I wish I just wish I knew people that were as fucked up as me who were willing to, you know, do these these incredibly embarrassing things because it is funny. Like to me, if it's funny, it should be done for sure. And that's why I felt, you know, and it was it was that's why I wanted to do it. Inarguably, objectively funny. That, yeah. that whole premise of what we did is funny, and that was it. And I, I knew it would be, yeah, because uh, I had I had faith with the whole situation. And uh, you know, if if there was anybody that I could be wet and naked in front of for forty five minutes, <laughs> there's your spoiler. Clip. I think um, <laughs> edit that out. Very wet. Uh, I believe after you were done, Clark came down and was talking about how he created damage to our rental property. I think so. And then he was explaining to me the Delta burp thing. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't get it, but I understand it is fun. I mean, I laughed and he was like, yeah, Dave wasn't on board at first. And he was like, don't you think it's a little too funny? Or would you say like too goofy? And I just remember Clark was like, I looked at him and said, Dave, what are we doing here? <laughs> As he was naked. <laughs> Do you have a wig on or anything? Were you in costume? No, no wig. No, no. He's he is the boldest 
maybe the boldest male I've worked with ever. He's got DID. Yeah, it's a it's a, a mental thing where he like disassociates. Oh. So he probably was out of body in that experience. What is DID? It's um, I was trying to make some sort of dick. Me uh, too. Me acronym. too. And I got nothing was coming. <laughs> no, yeah. no, Ed. Remember that um, Shyamalan movie Split? Sure, my that's, favorite. That's a DID. Oh yes. Yeah. Multiple personalities. Well, it's a disassent- disassociative identity disorder. Is that what you got? Yeah. yeah. Uh, from Doctor Russell, apparently. It's Whatever it is, trauma. I, I mean, it's amazing. And it's and I wish I had it because there are things that I I get very very uh, timid and and anxiety ridden over and then I eventually usually do them but it's very <laughs> it's very simple it was very it was a very simple decision it's very simple I love Dave I trust Dave I think Dave's a funny guy I think Dave's a talented guy and he wanted me to be <laughs> naked for him I can be naked for What's him. What's funny is we talked about this years years ago. This has been on the docket for a while. And then. Um, I came here to shoot the stuff with Russell yeah, and Terrell. Terrell, I apologize for not including <laughs> you in that little video. Um, it was not personal. It just, you know. It, it was, was personal. Did, did he make the show? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, <laughs> he didn't make not, the show. Nobody told me off. He of said he course. cut it. He said he dumped it. Oh, that'd be, I would laugh. He's no, like, Andy no, no, was no, no, so no. good, but Terrell, we just couldn't use it. No, both of them. Both of them are really good. Dude, was There's funny. no way. Did you see what I was doing that night? <laughs> I, I couldn't move for three days after that. My back was destroyed. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's, it's another reminder like, oh, fuck, I'm not 25 anymore. Like, Dude. I should stretch a lot more before I murder people you know and, and stab the air six thousand times yeah but uh no they were great and uh that you know that it's also a tricky thing because oftentimes the stuff that we did yeah is on a tv screen on the talk show yeah so we're i'm having to figure out the timing of them responding the, the back and forth it, it can get tricky where we're you know if anything i'm good at it's it's somehow editing shit together that looks like a complete nightmare side by side so that that's very time consuming but the timing of the Terrell bit on the tv next to the host with them responding it made me laugh oh okay. I, I don't know if you know i can't speak for other people i can't say i i share taste with many humans but if i'm laughing i feel like okay somebody's gonna get this it's gonna make sense i recorded it happening on my phone and I forgot about it. <laughs> and uh, I also recorded me trying to um, egress with my homeless friend's tent from a volatile situation on my phone. So when I was pulling that footage out to try and make something with it, I yeah. found the Terrell footage and I laughed. Yeah. I, la- I had good. a very zoomed out like. And they were both, they were both really good, you know, like, because that's the thing too. It's kind of a, a it's a crapshoot sometimes because, you know, people that I work with most of the time are not actors. Yeah. I'm just going off of the personality of the person I know. I'm like, okay, I think you would be good for this. Mm-hmm. Not to perform, just kind of how you would be in this situation. Maybe just a little bit amped up, a little bit more exaggerated version of yourself. But that's why I think a lot of these things work that maybe shouldn't. Um, and, and Terrell and Andy were just, you know, I was like, okay, just be a little more, you know, whatever you want yeah. to call it. Just, just, just turn, turn your normal self to nine. And, yeah. I think and, it, it also benefited him that he got to see me being a goof before because yeah. it just kind of like took all the air out of it for him. And he was like, oh, I could do this. Yeah. 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 And that's the thing too. People get nervous at the idea of whatever being in front of the camera. But I think when you're around at least 
what I try to do. I want everybody comfortable. I don't want anybody yeah. walking away going, you talked me, you twisted my arm and I, now I regret it. You know, and now that, I'm that naked. No, I'm <laughs> I want to be clear. Dave is not the first man I've been naked in front of. Yeah. And but I was the most comfortable. Oh, so there you go. That was a sh- What did Robbie do to you that made you uncomfortable? <laughs> I don't know. Robbie didn't get naked. Like I So did. Robbie Smith yeah, is, though, is Robbie a dude that you could work with. He also is the first one. I think Clark's gotten naked. A couple he did times. not. Actually, Dave did not take my naked virginity. So. No, 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 no. Yeah, Robbie did that. Yeah, Robbie did. I did give him his first vaginal orgasm. That is true. <laughs> that was new. That was a fun experience. <laughs> Yeah, no, I so he claims. You want to you want to talk about a dude who uh, would be down to do edgy shit? Well, we got to put him in contact. Yeah, with Yeah, no, I, I do know Robbie. Yeah, I, I know. I mean, vaguely. Yeah, but yeah, because he seems like a really good guy. He apologized to Clark too. He's like, "Sorry, dude, <laughs> it's always naked." I don't think I apologized. <laughs> <laughs> I thanked you profusely because uh, I would appreciate it. Um, that that's something too. I, I feel like after the pandemic, like a lot of my performers that I would were like my go to people for nudity and just comfort with just doing off the wall shit. Mm-hmm. A lot of them during those two years either mellowed out, senses, oh. senses of humor changed quite oh, a bit. Oh yeah, I could see that. People people got a lot more. Um, I don't know. A they lot heard of, about Rudiger and they're like, we're not. No, I don't even know what. It, I, I think just life. Like the depression that set in with a lot of people, yeah. I think they couldn't bounce back and be like, "Yeah, I'll go be that naked person running across the roof again." It's like I think that's the before times. Um, Does a lot of that carry over in the show? I, uh, which well, again, I know I felt like a little like, like you're almost like it's kind of a bummer that the world was so different, but I feel that's almost a hallmark of local access too. Well, I just wanted to go the opposite direction. I was like, "No, fuck that." Mm-hmm. Like no, this is this is like oppression mindset of like no 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 go be ashamed of your bodies again go go be, oh, okay. you know yeah. it's that that's sort of where I was coming so I wanted to with the new season I was gonna go harder at the targets that I maybe pussyfooted around because the world is so much fucking different than five yeah. years ago so I wanted to five years ago be more on not not like on the attack but I'm gonna I'm gonna be more direct with no fuck you people. Mm-hmm. Where before I was like, oh, that guy's kind of an idiot, right? It's like, no, no, no. Fuck you. And then also, like, because it's like something with the the self-censorship of, well, we can't, we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. And we, yeah. you know, and the, the something really bizarre with like, it's kind of like early 90s. Everyone's stepped away from nudity. Nudity's bad again. And I'm like. No, we need to have twice as many naked people now because just to say, oh, no, yeah. that's ridiculous. I well, Naked and Afraid was an enormous oh success. God. It really was. And now they're doing it in, in, the, in the ice. Yeah, my, Naked and Unafraid. Oh, my God. That's what I was in that bathroom right there that's, with my friend Dave Roche. Naked oh. and frostbitten. <laughs> I think the thing with my, my theory on nudity is there's just no money there anymore. Where before it was like a thing you could get at a movie. Oh, I'm sorry. Have you never heard of pornography? I'd, oh, I know. <laughs> the internet is a different thing. Yeah, like yeah. I just as a movie, it's like, because you've probably heard all the stories where it's like, oh, in the contract, she was going to be topless. Yeah. But then we got there and the movie's almost done. And she's like, well, I'm not going to do it now. No. It's like, just avoid the whole fucking thing. No yeah. nudity. Or you could just CGI it. Also, you never, you know, you barely see Beeve anymore. Yeah, no beef. Where's the beef, Dave? The beef is in episodes seven. And <laughs> the beef is gone. <laughs> so how how did your lady feel about this? Where she's just like, why are you out there making this weird shit? 
show me naked people fat or little just, naked man it's it's out I, of sight out of mind in my defense <laughs> if we want to say that um i was doing this long before we met okay oh yeah so it, it you know she uh, she kind of knew the deal going in like okay it's it is what it is <laughs> it's not it's not what you would maybe think it is mm-hmm. like a lot of people are like oh you must be having sex with all-. like what <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. It's a it's a give and a take, and if it's in the zone, it's in the zone. It's good. But like, if so, but, he is having intercourse, huh? Only with no. I'm just saying, is that you know, it you have to put things in perspective, and it all it could be way worse. Like he could have a you know a, a, a where he filmed poop fetishes or something, or that's, that's a, a different hole. thing. <laughs> yeah. He'd have millions of followers, and would I be would. Bam, be, yeah. I would or still be on a, YouTube if he was a, it's educational. The yeah. butthole waxing enthusiast, yeah, yeah. you know. No, um, but I think it's it's not a it's not a big deal because I think it you know the boundaries are set, and it's like, okay, yeah, maybe maybe she's not thrilled mm-hmm. that you know I'm filming stuff with naked people, uh, you know, and it's not even like that happens a lot. It's just it's <laughs> once, we're making it sound like it's more than it is, but it's you know when it happens, we're trying to sell copies. That's it's, why it's brief you know and it's always funny it's not like a sexy thing there's nothing sexy on oh the you can't oh, take that boy. back you take that <laughs> until back. the end of the season thank you so much everything Shh. leading up is just you know okay we're getting ready <laughs> for the big showers delta burp is hot delta burp delta burp so is delta burp a, a man no okay I was confused well, there. I assumed. Well, I think. Uh, oh, okay. That's that's the. Who knows? Perhaps. It's it's up to the viewer. <laughs> it's not up for me to decide, dude. <laughs> no, 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 okay. I'm David Lynch in this shit. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't say anything more on the subject. You know, the art doesn't belong to the artist, dude. Okay, it belongs to the people. So, yeah. if if you haven't been paying attention, Dave O'Shea tricked us into being into his show. We're yes. now on a fucking list. The government knows who we are. By the way, Dave, I don't know if you know this, but everyone involved in this podcast. We are award-winning actors. Oh, yeah. That's a fact. Well, I would expect nothing less. I would not have invited you so, otherwise. Except yeah. for Oksana. She didn't, she didn't get the Yeah, award. that's right. The <laughs> hack. She's also in the premiere episode, which you were not allowed to see because YouTube took it down. If you're going to talk, talk into the mic. Here. No, she's got one. Oh, okay. I don't need to be part of the Barbados Boys. How, how, was, uh, <laughs> Barbados the episode. how was your experience? <laughs> It was it was a uh, shocking. It was uh, shocking. I know because the flask <laughs> did have a liquid in it that I was not aware of. Oh, really? Where she was gonna fake drink, and then all of a sudden she I, got hit with. I, I I assume and hope it was water. <laughs> uh, Holy water, probably. We'll, we'll never know. And uh, I mean, what was I induced uh, days later? So not even <laughs> maybe day. Yeah, I think it was the next day. Yeah. So and timing wise, yeah. Let's just say. The glory hole. God was watching out for us. <laughs> yeah. Good Lord. The striper. Cliff was holding out for that uh, that yeah. shot. Okay, so what episodes are we on? This is all we care about. We're just vain here. Well, how, how many episodes you got in this season? I Th- think I think 12. 12? 12. 12 20-ish minute episodes. Okay. That, man almighty. Congratulations. Yeah. That's a lot of work, man. It is. That's a lot of work. And it's fun when you're days away from announcing a premiere <laughs> that they take away your promotional Man, tool. Man, Jesus. Don't worry. Again, we- all is forgiven if and when they do the right thing. 
we'll uh, we'll promote it in in I don't know creative ways. Gonna we'll get it out to. there. Fully closed. Fully. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Maybe. Okay. So what what Speaking episode am I on? This is all I care about. Uh, offhand, I don't know. You're in two episodes. Oh I know God. that. I'm oh. in two. You're in two because you're the death metal for Satan. Oh, that's right. I come and back. And then you're a born again life metal artist. Does that mean I get more, uh, what are they called? Royalties? Or yeah. Yes. Okay. You do. Residuals. Yeah, my residuals. I take that up with YouTube. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then what? when does Terrell make an appearance in there? He's much later in the season. I'd say he's in episode 10 or 11. Uh, bonus features. He, he didn't oh, make you it. Know Sorry, what? Terrell. No, no, no. Terrell makes it into some of the bonus features because he's laughing so loud in the background where we were doing our thing. <laughs> Imagine that. that oh, uh, no, yeah. dude. That's My the no- other, yeah. And like the ends of each episode, I really, you know, some of them were like 15 minutes. And then I just, you know, I, I would stuff it with outtakes and, and random shit at the end. <sighs> My nightmare has come true. I've made a blooper reel. <laughs> oh, you've made a couple blooper reels and they're really, really oh, good. Oh, no. Because you were, you couldn't stop laughing and it was, it's so fucking infectious. Oh, and God. Great. I was, you know, it was funny. I was, I wasn't nervous until you asked me if I was and then I started thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, why aren't, and I'm like, oh God, no, wait, I am. But then you handed me that Bible you called the script and I was like, holy shit, there's just like a lot of lines here. But let's let's not forget, you have like beyond perfect eyesight. I know. So he was able to put on these what we call shades of Christ. Mm-hmm. And he Ooh. was able to read directly off of this. Yes, it is quite a thick brochure <laughs> that, that we brought because it was a lot to get to in that those scenes. I think I would have been terrified if I knew how many lines there were. Yeah. Because my memory. It's a need to know until we're there. Yeah. Kind of His situation. eyesight. Impeccable. Yeah. His reading, no. <laughs> Spelling, no. no. No, but it. And, and this is not. I'm. I wouldn't come on here and lie about this. You guys were all like really, 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 really good. Yeah. Really perfect for the roles. Terrell and Andy, you two. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You were not in this five minute little spoiler video, which which really was mostly about the Mel Gibson clip and the and and there's a lot of animation in the new season. If I'm honest, I was so drunk when we were watching that, I barely remember what was happening. It's okay. Yeah, you could watch it. We later drank too much and think of all the questions you could have asked. Are, are we having an intervention? Are you leading your own intervention I today? I'm. How can we? How can we help you? <laughs> yeah, I think I need to listen to Striper or something. Find God. Yeah. Well, you you haven't taken out my other side view mirror, so at least that's good. <laughs> that is true. You still rock that thing, though. I mean, it's fine. I can see what's happening. What about your windshield? What about my windshield? It's still cracked. In? Yeah, of course. Oh my God, they I never could... found that body. Yeah, somebody probably did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, were you going to talk about movies or something? No, not today. Okay. Yeah. We just have you on. We just wanted to talk we about we, your We're thing. at an hour 20, dude. We oh, did really? It. Yeah. Well, we did it. Okay. So last time you did DVD. Are you going to do Blu-ray this time? I can't remember. The Indiegogo was 10 years ago. I yeah, can't remember was. what we... It was. Um, hey, that, but at least you delivered. I did deliver. And I think they turned out pretty fucking nice, even though DVDs are 10-year outdated. Uh, did you burn them? Uh, I burned the initial one, and then they were replicated, yeah. Okay. And you went through a company for that? Mm-hmm. How much of that cost? Can I ask? A lot? You get can to say... I, can I remember is the question. Well, I, I blew it. Okay, so where I fucked up two things on the Indiegogo planning, I had um, 
all these promises in the thing of what was going to be on the DVDs, right? Yeah. And I want to keep my word. So it was like all, I think there was 13 episodes plus, you know, two or three hours of, of additional um, bonus features and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So it turned out I had miscalculated what two DVDs could hold. Oh no. So it ended up being three DVDs, which, which, you know, whatever percentage, 33% more expensive to, to do that. So that was my first blunder. Damn. And then the second one was not, not guessing right on postage. So at the, at the end of the day, I forget what I ended up getting. It was like four, between four and $5,000. And I ended up probably spending like 5,400 total. So I, 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 in the red, a little. I came close to breaking even and that's, you know, that's all I could hope for Yeah, with that. But yeah, it would have been a lot cheaper to do a, a two, maybe a two Blu-ray now, kind of thing. As a fan of physical media, but, you know, we, we play around and make a lot of shit too. In my head, I'm like, well, you should have just done like a download code and not done another disc. And then I got mad at myself <laughs> because whenever I buy those, it, it's like you get enraged. Uh, Terrell yeah, bought why are you movie. making me work extra hard? No, go? it's just like if you're buying physical media, he bought something from Target. I think it was Pet Cemetery. It was a, a double movie. I don't want to be buried. Well, the thing is, there's only one movie in there, and then it gave you a download code for the other. Oh. And it's like, fuck you. Not like okay. this dumb. And even on the cover, it's like a, a split down the middle. Oh, that's rude. It's like, but the other movie isn't even in it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so I got mad at myself. Why not just open it up and have two download codes? <laughs> God. Wow. I think video games went that that's way for horrible. a little bit. Where you would pre-order a game and they just give you a card. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. But yeah, the idea is um, to to get Blu-rays together. Um, Again, something I would love to use YouTube to promote. Uh, Um, We'll we'll see. We'll see. We can promote it on our channel. Yeah. Eventually. um, Yeah. I do want to do Blu-rays. What if you went the hipster route and did a little VHS? Maybe some. Yeah. Some audio cassettes. (laughs) Yeah. Like my bootleg Stripe. Betamax. Betamax is coming back. Laserdisc. I have, they have di- what is it a digital rot of some sort? They don't last. Beta? No, uh, laser discs. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. They all oh, they shit. all go bad. You got time. a couple. Yeah, I got I got a shelf full of them. Yeah, that I've never watched. I don't think you'll be able to. I think there's Try a couple em. up here too. I didn't know they were like produce. Yeah, they go bad. <laughs> They're like <laughs> laser discs, like bananas over laser here. Laser lettuce. Damn. Okay. So yes. Well, but in the meantime, um, yeah, it's I'm I'm genuinely pretty proud of a lot of it. It's uh, it's a huge step up from the first season. Um, what are you gonna do now? I imagine you're gonna have a bunch of free time. You would think. I know. <laughs> no, life is never giving me free time. I'd like to get uh, do another feature next. I think I think the glory hole is not something I'm gonna keep going forever. All right. Yeah. So I what, think I've we- I've I've put. In my mind, I've put it to bed, short of Rob Lowe finding it on public access and giving us a network deal. All right. Uh, not not something I want to go back. Because it is way more work with way smaller reward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doing a, a free public access show that just costs me endless money. <laughs> but... The amount of lessons that you've learned from that. I'm a genius oh, yeah. And, no, the, and the amount of ass-kicking you've received. 
You know, yeah, it's, it's like perspective, dude. It's like also you, you know, raised five grand, dude. On that yeah, Indiegogo? that was surprising. I yeah, was, I was you know, and I don't, I don't, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not using the words that are in my brain to come out of my mouth right now. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, <laughs> I'm tired I'm of talking diminishing. about your show. I'm not diminishing. No, there you is. are. You're cruel. I know. And you know, the meanest thing you've ever done. done is you've held day job forever. Is this ever gonna fucking come out? What, can you please put it out? We have also, we have AI technology now. We don't need Why that don't music. Just remake it. We could, no, you don't need to remake it. We could, we could take a, a voice we want. I don't know, perhaps a Mike Patton and uh, put it over some Randy music and it would be completely your own thing. And I bet we could get around the legal problem. Oh yeah. Could work. Cause what the fuck? I want to watch that movie again. You can't have another hole in the head, have a 10 year anniversary. Every- uh, you know what's. <laughs> play the no, 20. we already missed the 10 year. Oh, we did? Yep. What were you doing? Uh, having a pandemic. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Bad timing. Yeah. It's okay. We did the five year, and that's where you guys saw it. I know. So now you're. It's seven years of good memories. Still got it on the wall up there. Wait, when did. You saw it in 2017. That was 2017. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that. Isn't that oh, some bullshit? I was just I a little baby boy. I've tried to get people in contact with him to like put it out too. And he's yeah, just no, like, no, 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 you fuck did. You. No, the, um, I forget who it was. Somebody that, that watched it genuinely enjoyed it. But I think he's like, Zach did. Yeah. Yeah. With Intervision. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. But it yeah, was just a matter seven. of like, well, they're kind of only putting out known things, at least, you know, in the nostalgia realm. Like even even the, the 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 lesser known things, it's like they're still they know they have a, an audience there waiting for it. Yeah, you know, with Zach in the Intervision thing, they would put out like regional, like uh, like Frankie and what the hell, Frankie and his pals. Frankie and his pals. Yeah, so I was like, dude, it would fit in perfectly. I think, which is like an R rated Monster Squad. It's it's basically um, R rated. <laughs> I just gotta figure. Am I out. wrong? It's I is like it, the way you described it. Yeah. I love the Monster Squad. All right, Dave. So, with, with YouTube strike impending, yes. What's what's a release date looking like? Friday? No. Um, <laughs> well, this airs on Thursday. This airs on Thursday. Yes. We could do Friday, but I don't want to. Okay. I got to deal with this fucking YouTube bullshit gotcha. first. Um, this has kind of put a, a very unexpected monkey wrench in my plans. But the um, the idea is. Probably August 18th. I'm okay. looking at for a, a premiere. Okay. Of the Glory Hole season two. And um, again, if anyone thinks maybe this isn't as edgy a show, this episode is literally what got me banned from YouTube. Pretty sure. Or it could be the Jesus thing <laughs> or the mannequin being an insurrectionist thing. <laughs> I mean, but you know, Dave, uh... they say it was nudity, but I always censor the nudity, so I'm not buying it for sure. And also, Robin Thick, Robin Thick, it's Tipper Gore is always keeping us down, right? Robin fucking Thick. What did he do? He well, he had the video with all the naked girls walking around that got like 12 billion views. Yeah, while ripping off a Marvin Gaye song, adding his awful whiteness to it. But when you're Canadian royalty like he is, he is. He is can royal. That. That's true. Son of uh, Alan Thick, Russell. Do you yes. know that? I do know. Alan Thick was a uh, a guy. Show me Very that famous. smile again. Also, uh, so Dave, this is a pleasure. Thank you always for coming, and thank you all in this room, Randy. Next time, I'm going to try to get a shower scene written for you in my next project. <laughs> 
And, uh, we'll, and we'll finally see those tattooed feet we've been hearing so much about. Yeah. What is your Hell secret? Yeah. What are your... Yeah. We'll, we'll talk off air. Uh, know the real you. Also, last week, uh, Dave, we learned that uh, in the homosexual world, da- Randy would be referred to as an otter. Really? Yeah. Can yeah. we work that in? How does that work? <laughs> I, I would be a twink. He's a skinny, hairy dude. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's go around the room. <laughs> would you be a beardy? A beard? Me? I don't yeah. know. I think I would just be rejected. I'd be lonely. Uh, I no. disagree. No. I, I having Could, many homosexual friends who um exactly specifically target nah. gentlemen yes, of your dicks and holes. That's what it's about, baby. I, I tried. Terrell kept turning me down. I'm not. That's because he didn't know if you liked him. <laughs> yes, true. And there it is. Because he, he didn't make the trailer. The snake hadn't yet warmed up. The snake eats its tail. It does. Dave, thank you so much for being thank here. Thank you for having me, and uh, I'll I'll talk to you again someday, perhaps. Always. Much love. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Overlook Hour. And if you would like to hear more, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your podcatcher of choice is. And while you're there, go ahead and give us a rating and or a review, which is a very easy way for you to support this show uh, that we bring to you every week for years now, free of charge. And as always, you can find us on YouTube at The Overlook Theater, Instagram at The Overlook Theater, Facebook at The Overlook Hour, and Twitter at The Overlook Hour. Last but not least, you can send us your emails and tell us how much you like or dislike the show at overlookhour at gmail.com. And if you're nice, maybe we'll uh, read them on the show. I've been your engineer, Randy Statt. Please join me along with Clark, Russell, and Oksana again next time. Bye.